What's up? It's your girl, Sabrina the Model, and I am listening to the Urban Paranormal Podcast. What's up, man? It's your big brother, K. Reno, and right now, y'all are checking out Urban Paranormal Podcast. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tom Sizemore, and I'm listening to Urban Paranormal Podcast. Welcome back to another great episode of the Urban Paranormal Podcast, yep. where you might be crazy to some, but, but your, your family, family to, to us. Hey. So, again... You already know who I am. So who are you? I'm Jay, man. I'm, okay, okay. Yeah, we just want to pick up because we... You know I got to ask you that every day. I know. Who are you, man? I know because I sometimes <laughs> forget who the hell I am. <laughs> Me too, bro. Me you too. know, so um, we spoke in the first segment a bit about, you know, um, just the Texas killing fields and the fact that our guest is kind of like... Um, Connected to Connected. It. She's con- yes, connected, yes. and she's also, she dabbles in, uh, like, medium um, uh, witchcraft, the, the the light side of witchcraft, you know? Yes. So I said that we wanted to get into some of the darkness of witchcraft, which we would call it in our voodoo. We're about to turn Ooh, the lights off. You do voodoo. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and this voodoo shit, bro, right. is... Apparently serious because let me tell you, Trent. Uh, when, when we was talking with uh, um, doing about this, the Latin community, yeah, they had such crazy stuff in there. They that, did, bro. That that all came from Africa and yeah. everything. Yeah. But the most important part of it was for me that I took away. Yeah, we can ask for anything we want, and it will come to fruition. Yeah, you know, you just got to be willing to die and go to hell. Sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, you got to be willing to be. <laughs> Shit, I'm not willing. No, 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 no. I mean, you just have to willing to be, you know. To believe. Yeah, to believe and go with it. You know, I know they were saying, oh, my God, some bad things can happen. No, they can't. That's what I want no, to No, Jay. Isn't it consequences? Jay, Jay you just no. didn't want to hear that part. Uh, if if you really did pay attention I did. to every witch from the Brujas. Uh-huh. To the Wiccans that uh-huh. we've had on the show, all great people. To the voodoo, yeah, they are great people. Uh-huh. To the voodoo people, great person. They there were always consequences. No, there's yes, not. Yes, yes, look, okay. Depend on what you're asking for, bro. You have to work hard for anything, right? Yeah. And if you want to be, you guys at home, listen. If you want to be successful, okay, right? Then you can pray to certain deities. Well, that's if you believe in the soul, and you, and if you believe in the afterlife, what? that that's when the payment comes. But it's a small price to pay. Any comment on that? Cool. Well, a small price. I, I think that's the biggest price you can pay. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the biggest price. You inner can. being, your soul. Yeah. You. I think so too, Jay. I, I I mean, okay. First of all, because I actually think this this existence is a a knowledge-gaining experience. I think so, too. I think we learn. But yeah. I also think, like, w- why? Why, why? Why would I care about the afterlife if I'm living this one? Because maybe the afterlife is the real life. This is just an experience. Maybe after this life, you get another life. You go. Maybe you go to fucking Jupiter and you get more experience. Okay, can I tell you? Yes, I maybe you have an answer for you. Okay, okay. so um, in the native, they they say they call them star children mm-hmm. or star seats. Okay. Okay, and those are people that indigos, light workers. They were sent here for a reason. Okay. Um, and they signed up to come back in what's called a soul contract. Mm-hmm. So when somebody says you're an old soul or you've been here before, right, yeah. you have. And right. when you did, you left pieces of people that you will connect with okay. in this life. And you mm-hmm. may have some past life karmic debt that mm-hmm. you have to deal with, but mm-hmm. you you agreed to it to come back. So the newer star seeds, they've been here one to 50 times. Then you've got ones that have been here two, 300 times. They just come and come and come and come and come. They choose that. Because those are the ones that are going to change the, the future the or future. what they say, eight generations, seven generations in the native community. Wow. Whatever you do is going to feed your people for seven or well, eight generations. It's the eight uh, generation of lighting the fire. Miss Warchild, I, me and everyone who follows me, we would like to thank you. Because, see, that's what I was saying. The afterlife doesn't matter, right? Because you're coming back. So so what? here's the thing. Because she just said it. You're coming back. <laughs> so, if you choose to. You're coming back as what? Yeah, that's that's well, what I'm saying. Well, Your energy, you can come back however you 
you want to. How does how does his his uncle come back? He asked me how he looks. I say he doesn't have a physical form because in the spiritual realm, they don't walk on the same realm that we do here. So we don't talk with our lips. We communicate through sounds, smells. So that's why you're clairvoyant or clairsentient or you can hear things. Those uh, are ways to communicate. Well, I have to say, uh, like in the Buddhist culture, Mm -hmm. I I I believe it's Buddhist. Uh, where coming back is actually not good. It's actually a reward to finally die and not have to keep coming back and experiencing this earth. Okay, wow. but hold on, Trent. Let yeah, me just. I say. never knew that. Yeah, 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 that is some information. Yes, but here go my thing. That. I'm just, I'm just putting it logically. So I meet Papa Legma. All right, because we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna, Papa we're gonna, Legba. We're gonna Legba. Uh, yeah. Legba, Legma, whatever. Those two different people. Yeah. So whoever I meet. I said, hey, man, I like to be rich, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, sure, is this only a price to play? Here, sign on this dotted line. You do. That. I know you do it. I will sign because I know, thanks to Miss Warchild, that we, we choose to come back. So, Well, that's Warchild's take on it. Take on it. Yeah. And this is but, different takes. Yeah. But, but, but that's what I'm trying to tell you. It, yeah. This is perfectly harmless. Oh, come on. You can gain... You can gain. Um, what is it, but, Santeria? But what, what about if uh, the whole Jesus thing is real? But it's not. It can't well, I mean, be. we don't know that. The reason yeah, I say yeah. it can't be truly, truly real is not saying that it's not real. Not to put any damper on their, their religion, uh-huh. but the reason I say it can't be really real because there were many religions before well, Christianity. My, yeah, and I understand and that. And who's to say who religion is yeah, right? Yeah, and I feel that. And But my thing... Like me and Jay, I was talking about there's shreds of truth in everything. Because you okay. feel that. Shreds of so truth. So when you feel something, you are drawn to it for every, whatever reason. Usually when we're drawn to something because we feel it, we want to look at it, read it, research it, make notes, try to make right. it wrong, try to say, well, it just can't go wrong because all this. So each person has their their Take. way of learning and mm. what they feel works best for them with communicating through the spiritual realm, physical exactly. realm, ethereal realm. There's all the different realms. We ain't just here yes. now. And I believe <laughs> Which that. Which is why there's universal law if you follow universal law. And I believe that. And my take is that no human can tell me the right path. I, I, I don't you. care who you are. Yeah. Hey, everybody. I don't care if you're a voodoo, you're a witch, you're right. a brua. You got to feel it. Unless you take my hand. And, and walk and take me to another yeah. dimension, and we come back. I I can't rock with you all the way. I could take what you know. I could take a little bit of your knowledge, yeah. right? And I can okay, hmm, I can right. meditate on that and you, say, okay, this sounds okay. This sounds good. This right. sounds good. But no human on this earth that has been to hasn't been dead and came back can tell me what the real is. Well, I have. So well, anyway. everybody's oh, real is their oh, reality. That's yeah. why it's called reality. Right. Your real is your reality. I mean, to a certain yeah. extent. Right. And uh, that's the problem is everybody extent. tries to force their reality on someone who does not see it exactly. or feel right. it. Right. Or makes them feel worse for feeling or, feel, you know, a certain right. way about things. So that's why people don't talk about religion. It's not necessarily religion. Right. It's yeah. spiritual. It's everything. Right. Because so many people that find me say, I wish there was someone I could have asked about this because I've had it my whole life. And I've always felt like I just, you know, I couldn't find it in the church. And it's because they're not religious book wise. Their church is the universe. So they're more of a spiritual connection. I like that. Okay. I like that. There you go. My church okay. is the universe. I love being in a church. The my stained glass. The I, I love it to be empty. When I'm in an empty church, is something about, I'm like, right here, right now, this is the best place I could be. The minute people come in there is the minute it changes for me because I see the hypocrisy and well, to the me, way. Well, church is just a place. Yeah, well, you know, you go to get, you know, you go to worship. I don't go. I don't go. No, no, I'm just saying, you you go to worship and 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 you learn the word. You know, well, well, if that's the word you want, we was on religion, but let's move past the religion to kind of the. Not, we, not, well, the, not, the, not the cult. In religion a little bit. Well, well, not the cult side of it, or the you know the brain because everything is spiritual. It's everyone's take is what everyone says, right? Yeah. But you know, ego. Yeah. You had a great story that you explained to Trent and I about this voodoo thing. So Ooh. I want you to kind of enlighten our listeners a bit about 
voodoo, like, you know, some of the ins and outs in your story? I got to hear this one. Well, voodoo is uh, a religion. It's a okay. religion that uh, basically is more so in the western part of Africa. That's where it came from. Didn't they use that against the French or something? In Haiti, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. In Haiti, uh, Haiti was the first island to overtake its masters um, in the Through land. Through voodoo, yeah. And they used voodoo to overtake them. They were the first of any anyone of any country where there were slaves. They were the first one to overtake. Well, this is what? this is the type of voodoo that you're going to be talking about. Yes, voodoo. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is. Um, <laughs> Voodoo comes, like I say, voodoo comes from West Africa. Right. Voodoo was broken down also in these different islands. Okay. Where you have Puerto Rico, which has Santeria. That's a sister of voodoo. You go to Cuba, Cuba, they have Paolo, which is, uh, you know, a brother of, 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 of voodoo. And they all broke these things down in these different um Bahamas countries. What would you call them? The islands. Yeah, but, but the they island. all they all originate from. They Africa. all originate from voodoo. So so from Africa. Go for it. So ex so explain to me what actually is voodoo. Voodoo, like I told you, is a religion. What for me, I took the time out one time because um, I had previously had a vision. Okay. Like I'm talking like five six years before that. Yeah. I had a vision where I saw a man in my room in my bedroom. And he was wearing some kind of authentic garments, you know, some real weird stuff. You know, you say to yourself, is this fake? But everything about it looks real. Now, was this a dream or was you fully awake? I was awake. All right. I was awake. And I had been going through a lot of problems mm -hmm. during that time. I'm not going to lie. I was going through a lot of shit. But I remember looking at this person at the foot of my bed. And telling this person, if you've come to take my soul, then you're going to have to take it. I'm not going to give it to you. And I remember taking my pillow and just rolling over in bed and going back to sleep. So could you tell the audience what a soul is? Because some of us don't the have it. soul is what is inside of you, what what. We know you what a soul are, is, bro. You are just, the essence just, of... Keep going, bro. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, keep going. Okay. Okay. I'll just mess with you, man. Go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> after that, I never seen the man again. Okay, and after I never saw the man again, eventually in time, I started having these dreams. Okay. I would say maybe three, four, five years later, mm -hmm. I started having these dreams, and these voodoo dreams started coming to me. Oh wow! And when these voodoo dreams started coming to me, I would try to sleep. I would work eight hours. Sometimes I would work sixteen hours, but sometimes I would find myself waking up in the middle of the night and running to my computer. And writing on Final Draft. And okay. I'm writing this story. And this story, I'm not trying to make the story up. The story is coming to me. So right. what makes you think it was voodoo? Because I was writing a voodoo story. Okay. Okay. I was writing a voodoo story without knowledge. People say that all the time that okay. writing works through you. It just comes through. So yeah. you're okay. So keep going. So I was writing. So when I got through writing the story, I would say I wrote the I, I read I wrote 130 pages in one month. Nice. That's how deep it was. Very good job. And what was the story about? Um, voodoo man. I know the stories about voodoo, but I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> it's about a young man. It's about a young man who, who didn't know that uh, who his parents really were, and he's raised by another parents, uh, 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 Caucasian parents, and what he didn't know is that he's had all these bad things going on in his life, but he, but somebody's always been watching over him, and he comes to find out that he was a child of voodoo, that his mother was a Cuban, Palo, and his father was a voodoo priest from Africa. Oh, wow. And that's what he was from. and But he never knew because he, he was with a different family now. But when the time of his breaking point comes, when all the problems in the world falls upon him, this is the time when he is visited by all... He's visited by Legba. Like, I was visited by Legba. Okay, so what you're saying is that you seen this entity 
Yeah. At the at the foot of, of your bed. bed. What yeah. what time of the evening would you say? It was probably three or four o'clock in the morning. That's okay. the which is ours. Demon time. Well, Demon the, well time. The, it's the veil. The veil between the realms is thin. So when people call it the witching hour or mm-hmm. whatever, everybody has a name for it. And you're pissed because you can't go back to sleep. Sometimes you can if you were in the middle of a dream and go right back to the dream. But when that veil is thin, is Legba a, like a an entity? Legba he's a form? Like, he is like, the gatekeeper. When you Trinidad said you right. saw him. When, like, I, when he, I saw him, I didn't know who he was. Like, I just like, remember. Was he an apparition thin it, or it was, was he like a no, person standing? Like a, a, literally like a person standing in my room. Wow. Okay, so if that veil is thin and you subconsciously are thinking about it while you're laying in bed or your mind might be thinking about your book and you're like, you're stuck or you're you're asking, you know. No, he actually came to me before I started writing. Okay. Years before I started writing. Okay. He came to me first. And that's when I said, I said, I, I'm not going to give you my stuff. I thought it was a devil. Wow. It's who I thought it was. And I thought the devil was coming for me. Can I say I something real quick? Sick. Wow. I had problems in my job. I was at the lowest point of my life. Right. When he came to me. Well, let me say this here for the listeners. Um, Trent had brought a story about Papa Legma, and it was Legba. This, Legba. It was this woman who, this girl, this this white yeah, girl, yeah. and um, she basically thought this was fake, and she started playing with these particular situations, and then she started texting people with. Very, saying she's seen she's Papa seen Legba. Papa Legma and Legba. Leg, say it. Okay, well, you know, say, tell the story. Papa Legba. Legba. D, not M. Okay, Legba. Legba. Yeah, and she actually died the next day. She died, yeah. yeah. From and playing with these entities. Entities. But back to my, my guy Ego's story. Yeah. So basically what you're saying, you... you he you, met him. You met this entity at the edge of your bed. It was at the and, edge of my bed my and, first year living in the tri-state area. I was living in Jersey City, New Jersey. And then m- months or weeks later, this uh, story came to y- you. Years later, like three or four years, years later. Years later, this story came to you. And, and the story paralleled what happened to you. Yes, it did. In this bed. Okay, can we pick up from there? Well, after the story came to me, I was actually dating a young lady by the name of A.D. the General. Okay. Her name was Anita Duran. Okay. And um, rest in peace, Anita Duran. She died a couple of years ago in a car crash. Sorry. Oh, wow. And um, she was managing me, like trying to manage the things I could do because she knew I, I'm into the entertainment, so say, field. Okay. Always doing something entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she wanted to help me with the screenplay to get the screenplay turned into a movie. Okay. But what I decided to do, because it was so violent and so crazy, I decided that I wanted to read up on it because... I didn't want to make something that um, people in the voodoo world would start coming after me. Okay, so let me pause you right there. What Did you feel some type of connection with voodoo? Why did you feel that you would offend people in the voodoo because world? Because the story was kind of vile. And okay. I knew that voodoo in New York City exists, meaning that people who actually have ceremonies and do things so like that. So you knew it was prevalent and you knew if you yes. did the story the, the wrong people. way... Mm-hmm. There was a chance you might could offend. I could offend okay. the real people. Okay. You didn't want to. Okay. I didn't want to offend the real people. So mm-hmm. what I started doing was I started reading book after book after book okay. on voodoo. Wow. And after reading book after book after book on voodoo, I was like, well, hey, like, where's the crazy stuff? Well, can you know? I ask you a question? Sure, go for it. Doing your research, did because you said earlier that you didn't even know who that man was sitting no. at your bed. No. So at at this point, is when doing your research, is that who you said, oh, my God, this is the guy that was at my bed? When reading the books, mm-hmm. that's when I actually found the person. I saw a picture of him, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the man that was standing at the end of my bed. Wow. He was standing at the edge of my bed. This is the man. And when I read about him, he is the gatekeeper. He is the gatekeeper between their world and our world. He lets the spirits out. He is the one. He's the one that closes the gate when he wants to. He opens the gate when he wants to. So he will let spirits out? He will let spirits out. He will let different entities out. You can say like they he... They work for him. Does he release them? No, I don't think he don't, works he for them. Work for he's him. the gatekeeper. He's the gate. He's the one that actually... Then why is he letting them out if nobody... Well, because, because he keeps the gate. 
because he keeps the you, gate. You like the if band, you're worthy to talk to this guy, he makes the decisions. Basically, you remember wow. like you said about the the Baron. Okay, we looked up the Baron. Yeah. Um, Cody said, you know, who is the Baron? She came to me. She's like, who is the Baron? And so I'm like, okay, yeah. well, let me find out who the Baron is. So yeah. I go on, you know, on the internet and I look the Baron up because I had never heard of the Baron. But then I found out that the Baron is the one who controls, who's over death. Yeah. Right in the voodoo uh, uh, world, spiritual world. Yeah. And so if he's over death, this is just one of the people that Legba let out to come do those things. To I got come a question. Go for it. When you were doing your research, did you um, go to New Orleans? No, I was in New York, where it's really popping. Uh, you don't know about New Orleans? I know, voodoo? my mother and father, both okay. from like. Both from Lafayette, Louisiana. They, they have like the Voodoo Fest. Queen, they have, they have Queen uh, Lavu, La, Lavo. Yeah. Marie, Marie Lavo. Marie Lavo. Yeah, yes, but they, they they do all the practicing. Okay. Every time I go to New Orleans, the city gives me a gift. That's what the people tell me because I'll be walking like just looking at all the the architecture. It's just beautiful. Right. And I'll look down, there'll be like this little wooden frog and it has a stick to its mouth. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I pick it up and I'm like, where are you? And people are like, oh, the city loves you every time you come. Like I was walking and there was a birth control thing stuck on a stop sign, but it looked like C-3PO. So I pulled it off <laughs> and I, it was like art. And it said, uh, no more bad juju, right? Wow. So I, these pieces of art are left around and they're um, to give you good juju is what they call it. But there's... Um, bars like this place called the dungeon and, and and i was going through these houses are very close together okay and they have these little cemetery like cast iron you know little gates that connect them yeah right. and i'm walking and i feel something walking with this it's further down the alley and i feel and see things all the time right and I'm just looking to see if the people with me are seeing anything or picking up anything and they're just too raw too raw drinking whatever right so I feel it is big. It's got this arch, and it's it's almost like bouncing. You know, when you're playing a video game and you're waiting to fight. Right. Okay, that's what I felt it because I could see it. You know, and I look over and it looks at me, and I I tell you what, if <laughs> you're talking about weird shit, it looked like I wouldn't say a werewolf because its legs are springy, but it was big and it felt like animalistic. It's its behaviors, its face, and everything. And they told me a rougarou. A rougarou. A what? Wow. I've heard, I heard, I heard that too. That's there's a, like, a, there's a, well, it's actually a movie called Arugaru. It, they, it's there, like uh, the natives have exactly the skinwalkers. It yeah. It's it's bad, but it follows you. And if it's, I felt like it was tracking me. I really, that's when I said animalistic. So, I so felt you it. were the only one that could see this Rougarou? Uh huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm the only one that can wow. see a lot of things. And I'm oh. just like, if y'all only knew, you wow. know. Okay, and we're definitely gonna get we back to the, the yeah, yeah. We're definitely gonna get back to the. But that is yeah. in New Orleans, but, and right. I didn't know anything about. And then they started talking about the voodoo and how you can go down, and there are priestesses and things that perform ceremonies. Well, there, there was a part of Ego's story that he told me because you know, like me and mm -hmm. Jay spoke, we done this podcast before, right? You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. it actually never aired, right? Right. But uh, Ego was telling me about. Going to some uh, a ritual, yes, inside, yes. That that is what I want to get into. Either. Yeah, get get to that can, where, can where you where you went to the. Okay, I'm gonna make a long story short to get to okay. right there. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I started I started to um, do my research on voodoo to find out what is voodoo. I wanted to find the the bad things in voodoo, the scary things, the things in Louisiana that make the rest of the people in Louisiana say, hey, that's the devil's work. Yeah. You know, my my family, if you say voodoo in my family, they're going to tell me that you're messing with the devil. Mine too. And we don't want to yeah. F with you, okay? And, and that's the way my family is. So me receiving, me reading about voodoo in New York and realizing, hey, this voodoo is a religion. Like, I don't see anything really bad. And when they say the different spirits and different, you know, entities or whatever, you know what I'm saying? These are just like you would say in Christianity, you have the different angels, you have the different uh, St. Michael's, you have this one here that they represent. Guides. Yes. Guides. Yes. And that's all. They're, they're just doing it opposite. 
and voodoo. The only thing they're doing is doing it opposite in voodoo. So, you know, I I, I want to know, was, was I doing something bad? Yeah. So when trying to find out was I doing something bad, I, I wanted to know, like, hey, can anyone tell me? So my, my ex-girlfriend, Aneta Duran, AD the General, she was like, hey, we got a guy who's going to do some photo shoot locations for us, and he knows about voodoo. And so he told me, he said, hey, I know a lady by the name of, you know, what's her name? Uh, Shonda. Yeah. We know a lady by the name of Shonda, and she's in Georgia, and she's a voodoo priestess. And you tell her your story, and we will see if she tells you, hey, don't do that, then you don't do that. You know, let's see if she's going to give you the go-ahead and go for it. So he called her up, and I got on the phone with her. And when I got on the phone with her, uh, our energies just connected. I mean, literally, we became one on that phone. And, And she told me no. She said, there's good and bad in every religion. Okay. And every religion, if you go to the the Muslims, mm-hmm. the the Muslims not telling them to go blow up places and shit like that. That's the bad part of Islam. Right. I understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The um um Christianity is not telling these popes to fill on these little boys. That's the evil side of Christianity. Right, right. It's Catholicism. Good way to put it. Okay? That's so, Catholics. That's why these books told me that it was okay. So she told me it's okay what you wrote because there is a bad side to voodoo that people, that that's the only thing that people want to talk about. So, you know, she she came down and visited and she told me she wanted to take me to a ceremony. And I was pretty apprehensive about the ceremony that she wanted to take me to. She said, hey, I got this ceremony I want you to come, leave your girlfriend at home, which means leave Anita at home, and you come by yourself. Right. And you come at 1 o'clock in the morning in Brooklyn, yeah. off of Fulton Street, in the right. you know, heart of the ghetto, right. you know? And I go there. And when I get there, it's a big building, and it's a liquor store, but it's closed. And I'm like, this can't be the place. This can't be the place. I knock on no door and I can see a man's head's moving in the darkness. And he slowly walks up into light so I can see him. And he's so freaking black. He's a Haitian guy. Like my color black? Okay. No, he's blacker than you. Ain't nobody I see your black. Color black. No, it, this dude was blacker than Jane. I know Jane's black. Special kind of black. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. But he was blacker than Jane. I'm your color black. That's right. And he he... He walked up to the to the door. It was all glass. And he walked to the glass. He's like, yeah. I was like, hey, I'm not sure if I'm right, because it's like this place closed. And he was like, What do you what do you want? I say, Shonda sent me. He said, You say Shonda? I say, yeah. That guy walked to that door. He opened that door. He told me, come in. But Make a long story short, let me let me say this before. Before I went there and even went in that door, I did my research. Because she told me that this was going to be a Palo ceremony. Palo means stick in Spanish. And Palo is basically more so a Cuban voodoo religion. Okay, well, we're going to have to take a break right there. And when we come back, we're going to get back into Ego's story. We're taking it up at him opening the door and seeing the Apollo stick. Okay, yes. And uh, you guys at home uh, know tonight that we're missing a couple of people, but we're having a great time. And we want you guys to actually send us, you know, uh, some help here because our lights are definitely getting dim. So you can email us at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com and you can also send donations to dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App. And you could be on the show. You you know, it's going to be, eventually it's going to be a giveaway. So keep listening to all of our shows. And whenever you do go there, please, guys, no matter what, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We'll holler at you in a minute. Hello, my name is Robert Richard and I'm the host of an exciting new show called What's That Network? 
where you and the contestants guess the cash flow of the most popular celebrities around today for cash and prizes. I want you to go to Ego Network TV on YouTube to watch the show. Please, please, please like, subscribe, and also follow us on Instagram at ego underscore network underscore TV. I'll see you there. Welcome back to another great episode of the Urban Paranormal Podcast, where you might be crazy to some, but your family to, to us. Hey, hey. Johnson. Yeah, he's a John. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, don't you? Yeah, that was nice. That All was right. nice. All right. So, guys, let me tell you, um, at this point in time, man, we're going to go right back into the voodoo story of Ego. Ego. So he's at the door for going to go into this strange place. Strange place. Okay, so um, I'm at the door on Fulton Street at a liquor store around 1 o'clock in the morning. Okay, it's not too many people on the street. And I'm knocking on this door, this glass door in this big liquor store. Oh wow. And I can see a man coming up and he comes up to the to the to the window and he's like, What do you want? And I'm like, uh, uh, uh Shonda sent me. He's like, Shonda? I'm like, yeah. And he just opens the door, said, Come in. I walk in and he locks the door behind him. I'm really kind of scared now. That, that was like a sign. Right it was there. like, no, it was really like, like bro, what you like? It was like, it was, it was actually like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a black man and I've seen this movie before, you know what I I'm know, saying? right, right. So, but like, I followed. So I can't say that. I followed him. And in the middle of the floor, there was a trap door. He moved something back, some liquors and stuff back that was on a roller. Mm-hmm. And it was a trap door. And when he opened, when he pulled it up, open like to the cellar or to the basement, that's what it was with stairwell with the stairs. And you went going down, down. There? and he told me down there, and I was like, "Oh Lord, what am I gonna do? Am I about to be sacrificed? What's going on?" But I knew this was a, a ceremony of Apollo, and I was very scared. Well, what the, what is Apollo first before I ask you my other? Uh, it was a ceremony. Apollo Apollo is a form of voodoo. And Palo means stick. And Palo is mainly in Cuba. Mm-hmm. And in Cuba, to fight off some of the masters, some of the um, Caucasian people, what they would do was they would use Palo. And in Palo, they would eat the white people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Sounds let me, fun. hold on, hold on. So hold, <laughs> hold, hold the hell up. Now, let me ask you this, bro. So you know all about Apollo, apparently. I had read about it before I got there. Before you got there. And there's some strange black guy, Haitian guy, just opens a cellar door in the at one in the morning and say, down there. Yes. And you know they eat people. They eat white people. Yeah. Oh, not black people. Oh, yeah. that that's why you decided to go on down. It was cool. Yeah, it was cool. But I didn't want to eat no white people. <laughs> <laughs> you have to stay for dinner. Right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I so I start walking down these steps. And as I'm walking down these steps, I get further down. I see all these people. It's like 50 people down there. Okay. In and the basement. In the basement. And they're all dressed in white. I had white on because Shonda told me to make sure I wear white. Mm-hmm. And everybody's dressed in white. And it, it looks so beautiful of seeing all these beautiful black, different shades of color of people all in their white gear. P. Yeah. Diddy and the white, white, yeah. the, wi- yeah, the white thing. The yeah. white part. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. Uh-uh. Now, uh-uh. that was to my right. To my left was something that was just maybe just like, I thought I was going to like, have a brain aneurysm mm-hmm. because to my left was two people. Right. It was a white woman and a young white boy. Oh, y'all finna eat. They were sitting at a chair. Mm-hmm. And at the chair, it was, it's turned the opposite way of, of us, the people on the right. Mm-hmm. And it's they're turned to where they're looking at the wall. And uh around the chair. There is diagrams, there's there's spiritual stuff. Different symbols. Symbols that I don't know, written around of them inside the chair. And there's a circle around it in white. Mm. 
And they're sitting there quiet, and they're in their underwear, like I said. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the? Are you about to make me eat white people? Yeah, were they passing out spoons and forks? And the guy had already closed the door, the, 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 the cellar door. You right. know what I'm saying? So I'm down there, and this is a true story, brother. Me. Yeah. So I'm down there, and I, I like see somebody I know, mm-hmm. uh, a friend of friend of Shonda's that I know. He's like, come over here, come over here, ego. And I go stand by him. I'm like, what the fuck? And now they got the drummers going. They got the Congo drum. They got the black guys, Congo drummers. And when I tell you, they are beating them drums. They are beating them drums for the gods, okay. brother. I'm talking about that rhythm on them. It, Almost it, took over you. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's, it's making you like, woo-wee. Yeah. And it's like, boom-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
eat the because I'm not gonna eat the white people. They're gonna make me look at them eat the white people, and they're gonna and then I'm not gonna maybe say anything. Yeah, because I belong to this. Because you'll be getting eaten next. Yeah, right. and I, right. it, it, it is almost like I belong to this special group now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who eat white people? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they did not eat the white people. Thank they, God. The white people got up and the white people were harmed. <laughs> so, so I, I have a question, Ego. So, what was the significance of these white people there? Were they the ones? Were they? Uh, was the ceremony like something cleansing them, or were they? Did they have to be part of the ceremony? To well, come to find out, it was working for both parties. Okay. Um, the the white woman was having a lot of trauma in her life. Her son was having a lot of trauma in his, his life. And he had came to Mary. Mary was the one who was walking Shonda down the aisle as okay. a man. Okay. But they had come to Mary, which the mother had come to Mary because she needed to get this whatever evil off of her. Whatever. Mary did. Yeah, she had some kind of heavy something on her. Okay. And this helped her, I guess, helped her to get rid of that 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 heavy stuff that was on her. And in the process, they gave the symbolism of eating white people. Wow. And, and the white people, they were, they volunteered for this. They volunteered for it. The little boy was like nine years old. Oh, wow. So, so uh, was there any fear there for you? There was. I thought I was going to eat white people. Wow. But other than that, there was no fear. Um... The, the the feeling I felt, I felt very uh, accepted wow. by the people. I felt like as of one with the people. And it wasn't, a, it, it, but, but I'm telling you something. They literally beat that drum. I got there at one o'clock in the morning and they was going before I got there. And then I tell you, it was like 40 to 50 people down there. We literally stayed down there until like five, six o'clock in the morning before he let us all go. They wow. do the beating of the drum, like the Native Americans. They have ceremonial dances that they do. The yeah, they get those from dance, the black people. And yeah, I mean, it's it's come from everywhere. I mean, they everybody had their powwow circle, but the drum is what was commonly used because it was it would get everyone on the same vibration. When you said they started hitting it, you started feeling it. So mm -hmm. you was vibing with the music, the frequency that was being done so sometimes they'll be chanting in in the they circles were, they were chanting when one and several starts. different chants well when one starts then another one will join so the one who starts is opening the gateway when the other ones come in or repeat or parrot what the other ones are calling for it gives it more strength to amplify to open that that portal, that they, gateway. They're opening that gate. They get the leg yeah. open that gate. Yeah, to be, because they are cleansing or they are doing a ceremonial. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing if you went to church and you sat down in a, a, a women's Bible study and mm -hmm. they sat and taught you this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. They're pointing it out and showing you what's in a book, but not everyone, what they practice is in a book. You right. know, people ask me all the time. It's like, I get it from different places. So Yeah, well, that's the same thing with 808s and shit today. Yeah. And, you know and what I'm saying? These different drum patterns and drums. Like we did the episode about the yeah, sounds. have power. Right. Let me ask you this here, though. Um, Hypnotic. Was there a, since they was doing this ritual, that was a spell cast, right? I mean, like, what was the the main topic of this? Like, did you gain something or anything? The main topic was basically um, uh, the the mother and the child got something out of it. They got a feeling out of it. They got some protection out of it. Oh. They got something out of it to so help it's probably them. a cleanse and protection yeah. ceremony that included other members of the group, the order. So they were. So it was actually for the benefit of the two both, white people, both parties, both oh, parties. The, yeah. the, the mother and the son, and it was beneficial of our group because it's almost like we got to Witness. suck their energy or something. Like it's weird, though, right? Right. Sounds that, like we got to suck their energy. That you said suck their energy. That's through weird. That, through that Apollo, um, through that Apollo voodoo. Wow. I mean, without actually okay. having well, to actually eat them. I want to. I want to ask. Uh, okay, your experience with voodoo. Okay, now that seemed kind of clean, 
No danger. Maybe, you know, could have been a little scary. I, to me, it was scary. Yeah. yeah. Do what? I mean, just the idea of not knowing and walking down a, a, a bell, um, a cellar. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. You know, and then seeing two white people. Well, with it's hard 50 to scare blacks. you, Jay. That's why I'm surprised. Well, I mean, well, I'm just saying. But you're thinking you're gonna have to eat those white people. But see, that's what I'm saying, and I'm, and then well, the scary part to me was is that you, you ever like wanted to eat something so bad and you couldn't. Well, that's kind of like scary, you know. <laughs> That sounds yeah. sexual, man. No, no. Can I get? Can I ask? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Before we get to the vagina podcast, okay. So after this, you know, you know uh, that that seemed a little like it could be scary, but it seemed clean. So, were there any experiences with voodoo after this? Dark, dark. That made you like, no, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. At any point. Uh, there were times when later on after that, um, I went to a few more ceremonies and I didn't like them because I didn't, I, what, what would make my heart race is seeing these older people hit the floor. You know, I was like, oh my God, these people hurt. Is that sick. it? Yeah, it really was. It was just old people hitting the floor. Yes, it that was. That could be scary to that's some. That's scary, man. I guess. That's like get you, give you anxiety. Because you're like, oh, this old lady standing next to me. Please, lady, don't fall on that goddamn hard, hard ass floor. It's not, I'm talking about they, they like in the basements. That's See, that, 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 that wouldn't scare me. That wouldn't scare me because I, I think know. they has have it coming. Because like, they, they weren't always, yeah, they weren't always yeah. old. They were some bad <laughs> no. little people before. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they've been, they've been falling on the floor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just not used to it. I just go back to my mother and her sisters, and I just can't imagine them falling on the floor like that. So I was like, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to be a part of that. That was the only like, scary thing? A uh, voodoo. You remember, no, you're practicing voodoo, bro. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I did um, do some things that I felt in my heart that I shouldn't have done. Like? Um, like marrying, marrying Yamaye. I think I should who, have... Who, who is M.I.A.? Yamaye. Yamaye. Who is that? Um... She is the goddess of the sea. And you married her. I married her in um I married her in a uh ritual. And can you explain that? Yeah, well explain it, but here go the thing. Did y'all get a divorce? I mean, you're here now. No, no we haven't had a divorce. divorce. I wow. would never divorce with her. Well, explain the explain getting married to the sea. Well, well, wait a minute. First, explain who Yemaye is. Yemaye is is basically the um, uh, the spirit of the ocean, the female spirit of the ocean. Wow, she is, and that's that's what she controls. Okay, and that's what she's over, and she's like an Arisha. So that's she's the Arisha of that of the sea of the waters. Okay, basically. Okay, and I was married off to her. By Shonda. Shonda was a voodoo priestess, and she she lived on the right close to the waters, and she brought me down, and I got naked. And wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, so let's back up. So, for you listeners at home, you wouldn't follow me. So originally, this girl Shonda came to your home in the middle of the night, took you out the home. No. Oh, she didn't. No. Let me explain to you what 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 she did was. Okay, so. A month or two months before that, right. she told me she had something she wanted me to see. We had become very, very close, and I'm talking about we would go, go everywhere. But you had a girlfriend. Oh, she didn't run her off. She oh, ran, oh, she already she okay. Ran well, you, then, then she you, ran that Puerto Rican girl off. Okay, Puerto then you Rican. then you you answer my question because I so she would come over my house all the time, and I would go over her house all the time. Mm -hmm. And what we did was, uh, she told me she had something she wanted me to see. Mm -hmm. Well, if I told you in the beginning, there was a young man by the name of Jermaine. And Jermaine was my, uh, sh he was shooting locations for me to shoot the movie. Okay, okay. And Jermaine is the one who actually introduced me to Shonda. Okay. So what she did was she took me to Manhattan, and I was all dressed up, and she took me to the penthouse floor mm -hmm. in a building in Manhattan. And I knew Jermaine. Jermaine was a cool guy. He was a mm -hmm. very poor guy. Okay. Literally when he did the shoot for me, I had to buy him food cuz he didn't have any food. No, Trent buy me food all the time. <laughs> but you got food in your house. Yeah. He poor too. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so we get to Jermaine's house, me, um, AD, the general, and, you know, and Jermaine, mm-hmm. and he has all these paintings. And we start looking through the paintings. He said, look through the paintings, look through them. So I want you to see my paintings. And we're looking through the paintings, and it's all of these black, Martian-looking people doing all kind of crazy poses in different situations, but it's the same black ugly. I'm not saying it's ugly because it's black. I'm saying it's ugly of the way it's drawn. They're like Martians. And they were doing all these different positions and all kind of crazy stuff. And, you know, it's like, so my thing was, okay, and me and my girlfriend left, and we were laughing, like, oh, my God, who's going to buy those freaking paintings, right? Right? (laughs) So when Shonda says she has something for me to see, that never occurred in my mind. We got there to the top floor with the sign in, and there was a sign in for people to leave a, on your number of what number you had. So you could sign in by your number so they could tell who you are. So when you bid, okay, because all his paintings now were up on this penthouse floor. So you're in, you're in an auction. We're in an auction. Right, right. He has a white white uh, manager who keeps coming to him back and forth. I'm talking to him. I'm in a, we're in a little, little VIP area. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, oh, what's going on? You know? Wow. What's happening? Yeah, you're living it up. Damn, you're selling your paintings. And all these ugly paintings. It's like one of uh, the dude from... Don't disrespect art, man. No, it was... Dude, it was not... What it, Please, it was not that. And it was famous people walking around this party. Okay. And I'm I'm talking about people from like Law and Order. I'm talking about like uh one of the Rolling Stones wives. And they was buying these portraits for like ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. Okay. And I'm like, oh my God, like, you know what I mean? So we he 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 kept with us, he stayed with us for a while, off and on coming back and forth. And then, you know, we went downstairs and he got into uh, uh, a limousine. Okay. Him and a couple of friends of his and they were leaving. They're like, come on with us. We're like, nah, we're not going to go. But they drove off and she was like, see, this is what I did for him. I could do this for you. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. I know J.I.'s peaked up. (laughs) Whoa. So it was a spell and she made him Sell them ugly ass paintings. Yeah. It took you all that time to get to that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Bro, what, what what you asked for? Did you ask for something? I didn't ask for anything, but that's time I started getting scared. Because he knows there's a price, Jay. There's a price, Jay. Yeah, and they he's he sold them for like ten, fifteen thousand dollars a piece. Yeah, but there's a price for that. Let me tell you his price. Keep, continue the story. Okay. Though. Do you want to know his price? Yes, please. I'm going to tell you real quickly his price. Okay, go ahead. So we go go four or five years later, Um, and I'm at the beach. Right. And I see one of my good buddies who used to uh, sing, and he still sings in bands and stuff like that. And I see him, hey, what's going on, Rob? Always good to be reunited. Hello, what's going on? We we hadn't seen each other, and we were really, really good friends. Okay. And he was like, oh, we got to go party tonight. I'm like, oh, yeah, we got to go party. So I went home, got dressed. And then he said, well, you're going to take me to my house. I'm going to get dressed. And then we're going to go out to the city. Thank you. I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, for hell yeah. I get into his apartment. And as soon as I walk into his apartment, I see all these weird-ass paintings. Right. He's back at it again. And I'm like, hold up. I know these paintings. Rob. Rob is getting dressed. Rob. Who painted these paintings? He said, oh, that's my homeboy. That's my, my, uh, my roommate. We're going to be tripping, man. He said, I think I think he on drugs, and he's uh, worshiping the devil. And I said, he's worshiping the devil. And I'm looking at the paintings real good, and then it just comes to me out of nowhere. I go, Rob, this motherfucker named Jermaine. He said, yeah, how you know my roommate? Okay, I don't, I'm trying to find out. Because it's the paintings. My close friend who sung with me, and my who, 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 who was close with me, had now moved in and be, was a roommate to that with guy. With the same guy. With the same guy. He's making the paintings. Right. So now what I end up finding out a year later, he dies. 
Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, before he died. So what you're saying is all those thousands of dollars, right? Because I'm trying to find the Some bad kind part. of way. The bad point is that died. the money went away. All that money he made that night, all that money he was making, at some point, it all went away. Well, see, you said he was on drugs, so he probably smoked it yeah. and then gave himself a heart attack or however he died. Yeah. Well, that, well I hope that works out for you that way, Jay. No, no, it's not going to work. I don't no, smoke drugs. No, no, no I, I, I'm saying the way you try to find a Logic. good a good side in evil. It's not evil. No, I, okay, I, that's cool, but I like the way you try to find a good side in bad. Maybe she stopped protecting him and manifesting for him. Well, Therefore, no, maybe it was time for him to money. pay the price. Maybe it's time for him to pay the price. It was time for him to pay the price. That's a dark, you, you asked for a dark side, right? Everything yeah. has a cost. That was a dark side there. Yeah, everything has a cost. I, think, I don't care how y'all want to put it. Everything has a cost. I think, he was, I think he was younger was, than me. I think Nothing that was a is free. Nothing in the universe is free. I didn't say that it was free. Right. Yeah, nothing in the I, universe. I, I didn't is say free. it was just free. I want to know how much it costs. That's yeah, how much. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Your life. Everything has a cost. Wow. Yeah. I mean, look, first of all, I listened to the story, yeah. and I believe the original story in the cellar, white people should have been getting eaten. I would I don't know what, what took so long for this party to get started. Oh, come on. No, seriously. And then in this story, I'm trying to figure out he sold all of this stuff, and she said, I did that for him. Yeah. I could do that for you. Yeah. Right? And you was like, oh, no, I don't want that. No, he made the right choice. How do you know he made the right choice? Because I know. He's sitting right here with his now. Sense. Well, uh, exactly. Well, well, and the I, other guy is not. Let me, tell, let me tell you something. The other guy is not. Something. I okay. continued being her friend for a while longer. Good job. And because we became so close. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but I knew that was a, a strong dark side to her. And whenever she would want to do any kind of ceremonies, any kind of baths, because she had done baths for me before. When I took baths and she put ointments, she put all kind of flowers. Are you still friends with her? No. Damn she it. Tried, she, tried to, she tried to set me up and send me to federal jail. Wow. In the very end. But God. I did that for him. I but did God, that for you. God was looking after me. God was looking after me. And when I was in that... And, when she gave me my backpack to get on that on the airplane, <laughs> something said in my mind, hey, Ego, your backpack is too fucking heavy. What's going on in your backpack? I had all these problems sw swerving in my mind. And she was like, all right, I'm going to see you later. I'll call, I'll call you when you get to Houston. And I'm like, something was like, God kept saying, boy, something heavy in that goddamn backpack. What was in the backpack? Wow. My motherfucking nine millimeter. Wow. Oh, wow. That she was about to put me on the plane, Woo. send me through a TSA and go to jail. Well, you know why? I think I know why. You ran out on your wife from the ocean. Think about that. Well, I'm still here to talk to you. That was, that was part of paying the price, Jay. She was going to make his ass pay the price. No, well, I mean, for leaving, for leaving his wife. He married the ocean, bro. Exactly. That was part of paying the price. But he didn't go to jail. So what if you want a real wife and you married to the ocean? Because I never let hold of God. If you were married to the ocean, is that some wet ass pussy? I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> there we go. That's macaroni That's in the pot. That was definitely the wet. Happy yeah, New yeah. Year. That's the ultimate wop. That is the. Yeah. That is really some wap right there. Happy you know, New Year. They, hey, um, let me tell you something, guys, at home. Uh. Yeah, there's a duality to everything, right? Yeah. Good and bad, you know? And they say that there's consequences for all of our actions. So if you meet the devil and he wants to grant you whatever you want, you know, be prepared to pay whatever price that is. Yeah. But, and here it is. Just make it worth it. Well, just make it worth on, it. bro. <laughs> just just Look, make it worth it. Listeners, we, we do not condone paying prices to the devil no. because, yeah, you know, these are Jay's views. You know what I'm saying? There, there's consequences to everything. Right. Yes. For every action, there's a reaction, and that's universal. Right. So right. There's, there's no getting around it. I mean, there's you, a price for everything. Exactly. Yeah. Say, I meet this person, yeah. right? That's yeah. a consequence, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's an action. I meet action. him. 
How you doing, devil? How you doing? What's going on? Hey, I would like to have this. And he, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, how far are you willing to go, Jay? Yeah, yeah, how far? Yeah. Right. Are you willing to go kill some great, kids or something? That is a great question, Ego. <laughs> let him answer. Let, let's let, let's let Jay answer. How far down the rabbit hole are you really willing to go? How far are you willing to go, Jay? Well, to get, I mean, what, get your wishes yeah. off. Well, here got a thing, though. I mean, I don't know how far I'm willing to go until the devil presents me with my, nah. you know, situation. How far are you yeah, that's a good ready question. to go? That's a good question. How, how far, far are you willing to what go? What would you willing to be willing to do? Remember, I wouldn't eat the white people. I was scared about eating the white people. I'd eat anybody. It don't okay, matter. Okay, so you eat the white people. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> so Cannibalism. <laughs> Cannibalism. <laughs> hey, right, I already told you that wow. the people at home know this. When My motto about things is very simple. Always keep a fat friend because you can, If in case you get stuck in a cave, you can always eat them. You can last longer. That's that's just kind of okay. You that, can run faster. That's from physical. Okay. So there you go. So we, they can we, be like a go down, like get it. They, I know, right? There you go. I know. You know. So guys, here it is. That's just a claimer from Jay. All right. Um, I'm, I'm a, I, I like that question you asked <laughs> because he really didn't answer. He didn't answer. Yeah, because was, I, I don't know how to answer. I know, right? I don't no, know. It, it, it was very answer. straightforward. Yeah. I know, but I don't know how to answer because I need. What would what would be the limit if if. If if someone can grant you all your wishes, you could be riding a Bugatti and living in the California Hills somewhere. And they said, "Look, I will give you all of this, but you will have to do X, Y, and Z." And first, start with X. You gotta go kill some random person on the street. Dead. You gotta do. You gotta do uh, Y. Uh, go blow up a church. Done. You got to do Z. Sacrifice a family member. Go sleep with a dead nah, person. Z is getting butt fucked. No, nah, I'm not doing By the butt fucking By a dead person. By <laughs> <laughs> a dead person. I'm not doing the butt fucking thing. But, I love this part. But you're going to have everything you want. <laughs> but I, I, that, that it's church, only one time. That church is gone. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to put this out here. We're looking for a new host. <laughs> Wow! Use your wishes. That's Jay. Jay just joking. Yeah, you don't mean that. And then that good karma comes back, and you get all of that without the butt fucking. That's that's it. Yeah, I have to. Like I told you outside, don't let Cody get you fucked up. So. Here's the deal, guys, at home. You know, hope you enjoyed the show. We were just talking hypotheticals and talking a bit about the white witchcraft and a bit about the Texas killing field right along with some voodoo. Voodoo. Yeah, and some mischief, you know. It's incredible incredible to me how all these different forms of witchcraft, Mm -hmm. voodoo to... Uh, Mexican stuff, the brujas, yeah. all it come seems back. All connected, yeah. all connected, mm-hmm. yeah. it, it, and it is. It's it's really about us as people, and and I have to say this, guys, us as people, whatever you want good in your life, seriously, you know you have to make it. You have to manifest. You have to truly want it. Truly believe that it's going to happen. Yeah. All the good things. This is two thousand and twenty-one. Yeah. All right. And we don't wow. need we don't need no more negativity that we've had in twenty twenty. No negativity. Yeah, no negativity. and that just blows my mind that you said, hearing you say it, two thousand and twenty one. <laughs> we are really here. Yeah, I remember when I was a little kid writing on the paper. You know what I'm saying? Nineteen seventy three. I know, like when <laughs> like, Prince was saying, we gonna party like it's nineteen ninety nine. Right. You know, and we passed that shit. We made it. You right. know, we so. Made it. You guys at home, listeners, you know, trust me, we just do this for your entertainment and also to help, you know. Yes. And um, we definitely would like you to give us a tip, you know, in general. And I don't mean a tip about, you know, whatever we're going to no do. No wood nickels. Right, right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, donate to us, help us out, you know. Um, we are going to have it, and we're going to announce it really soon, a giveaway. Yeah. Of our um, cool ass attires. I wish the cameras were on so you could see how cool I look with my merchandise on right now. You look very cool. Oh you yeah, he's cool. right. He right. Cody <laughs> there look cool. There you go. There you go. Cody look cool. Over it. Yes. 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 Over yeah. Over there you over go. It. Over it. Over it. Yes. But and you know what, Jay? Don't forget to tell you know our fans out there and listeners and stuff. Mm-hmm. If they have you know. We would love for them to chime in and let us know what topic they like and yeah, what stories yeah, and everything Dope. like that. You absolutely. Know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. If they got some suggestions too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Tell, ask their questions that they yeah. may otherwise 
don't not know who to talk to about it yeah, that right. they're experiencing yes, yes. things right. most and definitely exactly. right. are there still specific topics that they would like to Yes, to cover. cover. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. So I would like to also, at this point in time, just like I told you, you can get our merch. You know, you can send us money, donate. You can become a sponsor. And with that being said, I would like to say that we have Miss Cody here. She does great jewelry. She creates these particular things. You know, hey, so definitely. eventually, uh, eventually, eventually, you'll you know catch that. And then with Mr. Ego, there is a game show that he as is the owner and putting out called yeah. What's That Network. Worth and it'll be out network. right, hey. and it'll be out soon, man. So you guys, all of us are trying to do what we can. You know, support us. We love you. And until next time, out. Hey. 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 Brought to you by BSB Media. Would you like to advertise on the Urban Paranormal Podcast? Send us an email at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com. Or if you just have a story to tell send us an email help support the urban paranormal podcast by sending your donations to dollar sign dsb media on cash app that's dollar sign dsb media on cash app